Well, hello, good morning, welcome to another episode of Daily. This daily podcast finds you on the 23rd of July. It is Friday, and we are at the end of the work week. We are a couple days into uh, phase two heightened alert, and uh, many of us are spending a lot more time at home because of uh, the work from home situation or the lack of uh, dining options. In my heart for you uh, that are listening to this is that you would really make use of this time well to uh, invest in your own spiritual life, growth, uh, read more, uh, spend more time in prayer, spend more time uh, with family, uh, talking about the things of God, uh, worshipping and praying together. Uh, these are real, uh, you know, th- this margin and this moment uh, can be captured. Uh, for a spiritual purpose and so uh, make use of the time really well uh you know i want to start off uh the podcast with uh just giving you a quick announcement and this may come at the despair of some of you and that is this uh the daily will be coming to an end uh we are at episode 45 uh today and we have uh had, had it planned that uh this next season of the daily would go for 50 episodes and so uh Next week on Friday, we would conclude uh, the second season of The Daily. Now, if you were uh, present, you know, or began listening to The Daily uh, in this first season, our heart and intention for The Daily has always been uh, to, you know, not not uh, to shove more content at you, but uh, to offer, um, you know, opportunities uh, for, for you to just center your heart, your mind, uh, in Christ and His Word, uh, especially in this uncertain times, and so I hope that that has done that for you, and I hope that uh through uh the the podcast and our readings together and the various exercises we have taken you through, that you have uh even you know uh, glean uh, some tools and some ways that you can connect with God, uh even in your own devotional times, and that is the whole goal of these uh, podcasts and now i must say that uh you know on behalf of janice and myself and axel we so appreciate you tuning in uh, week on week and uh we, and it's also to say that you know uh these podcasts really really do take a lot out of us uh the content doesn't come uh supernaturally you know easily uh we have to take time to prepare uh, so that you know we'll be able to offer you something uh, that is rich, that uh, enriches and nourishes you, and you know uh, I I want to be careful uh, even for my own life and Janice, that we do not serve you out of a place of empty, that we will do so out of a place of abundance, that we would not be found in a place of striving, but we would be centered in God's uh, grace uh, for our lives, and so. Having an end point for the season is also to say that we are limited in many ways. We have limitations. We are not an endless well and we need to come to God and take some time to be rejuvenated and refreshed in our own ways such that we may serve you better, such that we may serve you from the abundance of God's grace. And so this is a long and lengthy intro, but the long and short of it is that the daily will be concluding next week with its final five episodes. So thank you so much again for your support. And for this morning, I would love for you to join me in the reading of God's Word. It is a passage of scripture that I've been thinking a lot about that has been uh, really, really speaking to me 
Let's read uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, starting from verse 7. It says this in God's word. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. This is the word of the Lord. Now, in that opening line, Paul says this, that we have this treasure in jars of clay. Interesting language. And that word treasure would directly link back to the paragraph before uh, what we just read, which talks about the gospel of Jesus, the message of Jesus. Paul said this, that God made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. What (laughs) stunning language. And that is the treasure that Paul is talking about. He says that we have this treasure, this great message, this light of Christ, this glory in jars of clay. Really interesting language, right? Jars of clay, you know, the first thought that comes to mind is that CCM band that I used to listen to growing up. I remember a time where I would only listen to CCM music and so Jars of Clay, Casting Crown, Switchfoot, that was my jam. And so the band name Jars of Clay uh, actually comes from uh, this text that we just read. And the term Jars of Clay uh, for, you know, the first century listeners would uh, bring about this image of... uh, uh, a, a pottery, a, a, an object that is shaped and molded by a potter before being baked and refined in fire until the clay is hard. And in ancient times, they were often used to hold things like sacred scrolls or valuable documents for safekeeping. And so we think about the Dead Sea Scrolls, who, uh, which were found in jars. And so a jar of clay in that day was used and uh and, and made uh to hold uh, important documents and often uh it was to do so only temporarily and so it would store and would hold uh, the documents for a certain period of time and so that is to say that it would serve that purpose temporarily now i can think of a couple of reasons why we are referred to as jars of clay or how our bodies are referred to as jars of clay uh, in scripture. Jars of clay are like our earthly bodies in the sense that they are temporary holding places for treasure. Life on earth is so short in comparison to eternity. It is important then to realize how transient our lives are. And recognizing that will perhaps spark in us a kind of urgency to share the treasure that we carry, the treasure that is the gospel, the light of Christ to all who are around us. And another reason I can think of why we are, you know, said to be jars of clay is that we, like a jar of clay, can be easily broken. 
a jar of clay is actually baked into a jar is just like a piece of clay that's easily bent and molded but even when completed even when uh you know put together it is still very easily broken and isn't that so true of not just our bodies but our wills our resolve it can so easily be broken in verse 8 of the text that we just read paul says that he is hard pressed on every side or rather more accurately the body of christ all who follow jesus we are hard pressed on every side we can get perplexed we are persecuted in in some ways or for some you know the reality of persecution is even more true and we you know in verse 10 says that carried around in our body the death of jesus we are jars of clay fragile brittle able to be broken even as we age we feel physically the toll uh, on our body that the years take on our body we feel aches and pains and you know joints don't work uh, the same way they used to before we unable to perform certain movements that we were able to do so when we are younger we you know in a very literal sense carry around our body death we feel things starting to wane and starting to give in but that isn't all there is to the text paul says this that we are hard pressed on every side but we are not crushed we are perplexed but we are not in despair we are persecuted but we are not abandoned we are struck down but we are not destroyed we may always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, but it is so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And life on earth really is a tension between these two realities. I think of Paul's line somewhere else in scripture that we are sorrowful yet always rejoicing. And life on earth really doesn't look like pure joy or pure sorrow. In many ways, you know, we live in that tension every day of our lives. You know, I personally find it really hard to answer the question, how are things or how is life for you? Because you know, I can identify things that are going really well, that are worth celebrating and rejoicing over. But I can also identify things that are grieving to me, that, that bring sorrow to my soul. As I consider uh, things in my own life, dysfunctions that are battled with the state of our world it does bring sorrow to my soul and yet at the same time there is much to be grateful to rejoice over and we live in that tension what uh you know george led this theologian describes as the kingdom now but not yet stuff to be grateful for yet stuff that we are grieved about that we pine and hope for restoration in the coming kingdom and just a quick takeaway from this rich text i've just read simply this though there is much going around us going on around us and don't we see it right with whatever's happening in schools and the rise in cases and how uh, we're seeing you know just selfishness and unkindness begin to re-emerge in our society once again though there is much going on around us there is also life happening in us that is at work in us 
so the invitation of Paul is this that though there is much going on around us that is caused to be sorrowful over do not forget that God's kingdom his spirit is at work in us and around us though we are hard pressed on every side we are not crushed the spirit sustains us though we are jars of clay brittle fragile though our physical bodies may feel weak and fading in strength do not forget that you carry treasure in you treasure in jars of clay Paul would go on further to say this uh, in that same uh, chapter. We do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Though our outward man may perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Though there is death all around us, there's much to be sorrowful about. There is life, hope, and joy and peace bursting forth from inside us therefore we can as paul said be sorrowful yet always rejoicing and so as a parting word for this morning first off let us recognize that there is indeed much to grieve about we spoke about that a couple of podcasts ago the need to lament to mourn well but let us also recognize that there is something that's happening beneath the surface that our eyes perhaps cannot see Though outwardly things seem to be perishing, there is life stirring inside of us. And so let us pray this day for God to open up our eyes to see His work. Though we recognize the reality of circumstances, hardship and struggle, we need spiritual eyes to see beyond the realities of our world and to see into the Spirit to see what God is doing inside of us and around us. And so let's ask for that this day. God, in the midst of all of the turmoil, pain and suffering in our world, we ask this day that you open up our eyes to see your work, to see the life within us, to see your Spirit's work around us. Give us spiritual eyes to see, such that we may recognize that there is more and just death around us. There is indeed life. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Daily. I'll catch you next week. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.